0: Hey guys, welcome to my channel. My name is Mark. In this video, I wanted to talk about an experience I had several years ago, very personal experience um, for me. Um, I was sitting out actually several days ago when the Galactic Federation came forward and wanted me to share this with you. Now, I have brought this up um, not in great de- detail, but I have mentioned this experience um, in my podcast and probably on some YouTube videos from a a while back, maybe a year or more ago. Um, and it surrounds my mother's death and the experiences that I had that led up to that experiences that she had. Um, and it just shows how the higher dimensions, both um, our galactic family and our deceased relatives can um, merge with this reality, how it could interact with this reality to awaken us to higher aspects of ourselves. So Again, the Federation wants me to share this, uh, a very personal story, so I am going to go ahead and do that in this video. So if you have not already, please subscribe to my channel, hit that notification bell, and you'll be notified when I release new videos. So in 2018, um, I was approached by the Galactic Federation. And they were working with me on alleviating my fears uh, so that they could come in and connect with me on a more intimate, more personal level. I was awakening to their presence. They, they introduced me to my Pleiadian guide. Um, I've had other guides come in since. Uh, but very recently, as I said in the beginning of this video, they came forward and wanted me to share circumstances around my mother's passing and she passed at the end of 2018. So to give you a little background, my parents were both alive at this time. My dad had surgery um, for brain tumor and was, uh, had radiation treatments for that. And that left him basically not able to care for himself. So in the middle of 2018, my mom had realized that she had to put him into an assisted living memory care facility um, because she had health issues of her own, she could no longer care for him. Now that took an incredible toll on my mom's health. Uh, for the past, you know, with my dad going through his um, his experiences a couple years prior to two thousand eighteen, my mom had really started to deteriorate um, both mentally and physically. She could not really, she had a lot of a lot of pain, physical pain in her body, had a hard time breathing, um, a lot of, a lot of anxiety, a lot of stress, a lot of, I think, guilt relating to my father's situation. Um, she was living with that. And it took a, a heavy, heavy toll on her um, and on the family as well, just watching her go through this. Now, something called to me um, in the middle of 2018. Now, my cousin had passed away earlier in the year. And... Um, that was my mom's niece and my mom's two sisters, her only two sisters had already passed on. They came to me one day and had asked me to start working with my mother. And they told me that she needed to be healed energetically, uh, that I should work with her on an energetic level, get her to open up to their presence um, and help her so that when it comes time for her to transition Uh, it would be more peaceful for her. They told me, I remember them saying that she could not pass on this way. Okay. She, she needed the help. Now they were working with her in the astral. Um, My mom had surgery um, for a tumor that she had to have removed in, in late 2018. And my cousin told me that they were working with her during that surgery. Uh, There was a lot going on, but they wanted me to step forward and, work with her to try to lighten her energetically. Now, my aunts and my cousin were coming forward trying to get her attention in her home. Now, my mom lived alone at this time because my dad was in the assisted living facility. So she was home at night. And I remember her saying that she was hearing footsteps up and down her hallway and up and down the stairs. And I said, mom, those are, those are um, your sisters and your niece trying to get your attention. And they confirmed that with me, that that's exactly what was going on. So I worked with her to open up a little bit to their presence. Um, And this was all before she had her surgery. So this was all kind of leading up to that. So I remember it was in November of 2018. I went over to my mom's house. She was just having a really hard time. She was upstairs in her bed. She spent a lot of time just sitting in bed watching TV. Um, A lot of things that were probably not very positive, you know, maybe the news and things like that. Right. Uh, So I went over there and I was talking to her and I remember my cousin and my aunts both appeared in the bedroom. Um, They were right to the left of her bed and she couldn't see them, but I was relaying messages between them and my mom. And I had said some things during those messages that my mom um, I just remember her saying out, Oh my God, I used to, I used to call her that, or we used to talk to each other in that way, that kind of thing. So my mom was very, um, you know, it brought, it brought a good frequency to her It helped to shift her a little bit in that moment to realize that what was happening was in fact real. Uh, she just was making a choice to not connect with them directly. Uh, we talk about this in the healing videos and, It's our mind and our limitation, you know, the beliefs and the patterns that block us from our divine energy. Well, here's a situation where I was able to be that reflection of that divine energy for my mom to tap into and to experience. So, I was relaying that information back and forth. There was a conversation happening, and I was the middleman, so to speak. I was tuned into their frequency, and I was able to get that information, draw it down, and give her her things that they were trying to get through to her. So that was an amazing experience in and of itself. Now, during this experience, something happened with me. Uh, A being appeared off to the left, right in between my mom's master bedroom and her master bath. Kind of, there's like a little open, uh, an open hallway that connects the two. And a a being appeared and it was um, a tall male, maybe six feet tall in a, in like a bluish uniform, um, sandy blonde hair just standing there, just standing there with his arms out like this, holding something. And he was holding a blue type of a fabric and it was draped over his hands. And I didn't know what that was at the time. So just standing there, plain as day, right behind my cousin and my, my two aunts. Okay. And I, I never mentioned that to my mom. I thought it was really odd. Um, So I realized that the frequency this being came in on the frequency that I was tuned into um, being able to connect with my aunts and my cousin at that moment. So just an incredible experience. Didn't quite know what it was. Well, a few days later I was communicating with my Pleiadian guide and she in fact told me that that was me. That was my uh, Pleiadian aspect standing there in the room. So I was being made aware of myself In a different reality okay just mind-blowing stuff right and that what he was holding was my pleiadian uniform it was a symbolic gesture that your dna is now activating to the point where you are able to tune into a higher frequency version of you a multi-dimensional version that is living simultaneously in the now at a different frequency just completely mind-blowing now, I had, I've had experiences where I've been on Pleiadian craft, bilocated per se, and I've been in that body, but I had never seen a reflection of that body until this experience. Uh, just completely, completely amazing. Um, so those were activations that were happening with me due to the fact that I was at a high enough frequency where I was tuning into deceased loved ones it activated this and allowed me to perceive myself in a different time, in a different frequency, okay? Right there in the now, in the physical, standing there in 3D having a conversation with my mom. Um, Just absolutely incredible. So after that experience, my mom went and had her surgery, and she didn't do very well. I know my cousin and my aunts were preparing her to help lighten her for her eventual transition. Now, none of us saw this coming. We didn't realize that that meant something was imminent. Okay. Because the surgery was, although it was serious and all surgery can be serious. um, She came through it and she seemed to be okay. And we just did not see this coming. And, And as we know, these types of things we don't see coming. We're not supposed to see this coming. We're supposed to process these experiences as we go through that. Well, it was in December, and this was probably three or four weeks after her surgery, um, one evening, I was out to dinner with my wife, my mother-in-law, my two boys, and I received a text from my mom, you know, how are you guys doing? I hope you are all well, love you very much, and that was it. Now, that happened, you know, kind of infrequently, it was a, it was a little strange, um, but, we, you know, I just kind of let it go. And we came home after dinner and we were sitting in my family room and I had an experience that was really mind-blowing. Something, someone reached forward to me right in my face and yelled the name Beatrice. Now, Beatrice was my mother-in-law's good friend who had passed recently. Now, Beatrice lived alone, like my mom, and Beatrice um, was found maybe, two, I think it was two weeks after she had passed away. Nobody had contacted her in the span of two weeks, didn't know. People started to, to get worried because they hadn't heard from her, um, and they found her two weeks later. She had died. Now, my mother-in-law I know had um, some guilt and and ill feelings surrounding that, that she hadn't contacted Beatrice. Maybe she could have done something to help her. Those types of feelings, feelings we would all have, right? Well, I felt at that moment that Beatrice was coming forward to let my mother-in-law know that she was okay to try to help her heal uh, her guilt. Well, that really wasn't the message. And oftentimes as these things happen, Our mind wants to fit these messages into a box and make sense of it immediately. And oftentimes we're not correct. Okay. If we, when we take a step back and let things fill in the truth comes forward. Well, we had that text from my mom that night, hadn't talked to her for the next two days, which was quite normal. Uh, We'd go sometimes three or four days without talking. Um, but two days later, I started to get calls from people. Have you heard from mom? Is mom okay? She's not answering the phone. Now my mom would never not answer the phone unless she was mad at you. Okay. That wasn't unusual, but she was never mad at everybody. So she would always pick the phone up because she wanted to vent to somebody. Right. So, but people were calling and they weren't hearing from her. She wasn't answering the phone. So I tried calling her house and, um, no answer. So my wife and I jumped in the car to go over there to check on her. Now, as we were driving down a street adjacent to her house, I remember feeling very strange, like something was happening, something had happened, something was going on. I had this frequency, I had this buzzing. Things just felt really strange, and I looked over to the to my left. And I was driving the car And my mom's house was a street over. And I looked up and above her house was a craft, a ship, a UFO. Uh, It was about 20 feet in diameter. I remember it vividly. It had three lights below it, almost like bulb-shaped lights, brilliant white lights, had a ring of lights around the middle. And then it came up almost like a bell and it was hovering over the house. So we continued to drive. We turned into the subdivision and I turned down mom's street. And as we approached the house, the craft was gone. Uh, Where did it go? I don't know. So I got out of the car. I went into the house and yelled for mom. No response. Now, mom has a little dog, had a little dog, Cody, a little poodle, barked all the time. He was actually silent, really wasn't making any sound, which was quite unusual. So I walked up the stairs Now, this was about five o'clock in the evening. My mom's bedroom door was closed. She would sleep with the bedroom door closed, but she would never have it closed during the day. I opened up the bedroom door, looked at the bed. Mom wasn't there. The bed was unmade. She was not there. Looked over to the left and in that exact same position where my Pleiadian self was standing that night a month before, my mom was sitting in a meditative position with her head down. And I walked up to her and said, mom, are you okay? And I put my hand on her shoulder and she was deceased. Now, my mom was never, she couldn't get up and down off the floor. She wasn't one to sit on the floor. Um, That was highly unusual. Very, very strange. And the position I found her in and the spot I found her in was very, very strange. Now, remember, I didn't tell her that That Pleiadian being was standing in that spot. She had no idea, but yet there she was in a meditative position in that spot. I remember the coroner even saying that that was really unusual to find somebody. Usually if somebody has some sort of an incident, they will lay down or sit down on the floor and lay down and on their side or whatever it may be. She was in that spot in that meditative Indian style legs crossed position and um, just head down very, very peaceful. The other interesting thing was the dog was in the bedroom with her and she had vinyl floors in that room. And for two days, that dog did not go to the bathroom. We couldn't find any evidence of the dog going to the bathroom for two days in that room. And we know that she had been deceased for two days because we looked at her answering machine and we knew when she stopped picking up the phone calls. Um, Just very, very... Very unusual. Now I remember later that night when we were waiting for my brother to come to pick the dog up, he was going to take the dog home. Um, he lived about forty-five minutes away. I communicated with my mom. I just opened up and I let her come through. And I remember her telling me that I was right about everything that I had been telling her about my her relatives being there for her. That life doesn't end when you die that she needs to work on lightening her field, lightening her energy so that she can move move on and move forward. And it was very validating to me because I know that her passing might have been very, very different um, if I had not been able to bring that energy and hold that space for her while she was still alive to help her heal some of that. So quite a gift for me um, a beautiful thing. I know when we think of loss, a loss of a loved one, we, our mind goes to tragedy, but to be able to bring somebody through this, uh, process and to help them, um, was just a blessing. So grateful to be able to do that. And not just that so grateful for my mother to be able to allow me from a soul level to be able to do that because that helped my growth um, tremendously. So it's, it was just an amazing experience. Now, the, the Federation wanted me to bring this forward. They want they just want you guys to understand that these situations like this are out there if we're aware of them. Um, we have the opportunity to work with people. We have the opportunity to work with, with guides, um, other people's souls, their higher selves, and get the information that they need um, to heal. And that's what was happening. Now at that stage in my growth, I had access to my cousin and my two aunts and they came through as my cousin and my two aunts. Um, As we integrate their energy, as people pass on, we integrate their energy. And it turns almost into like a knowing. So it just kind of flows through you because remember everybody's a reflection Um, of of you. So mom was a reflection of me, just as my aunt and my cousin, my aunts and my cousin were reflections of me. Um, Being in this 3D reality, we just tend to perceive things separately. That's what this reality does for us. It offers us that opportunity to take our energy and place it out into a reality and essentially heal it and work with it. Now, There were times when I didn't get along with my mom. There were a lot of times, my mom and my dad, and, you know, we had fights. Uh, I remember when I was growing up, there were some doozies, right? So these are aspects of us working with, you know, aspects back and forth. And we're here and we choose our parents to be able to do these types of things and to have these experiences and to heal this energy. Now, I was able to do that with my mom and she was able to do that for me, taking me through this experience. Okay, so I don't feel loss. I have never really grieved the loss of my mother. Um, I see it as just a beautiful transition, a moving forward, a return from a focused awareness here in 3D to a higher frequency where there is just an expanse of awareness. And, And that's what I got to experience. My awareness expanded greatly because of this experience. And hers did as, as well. So just a beautiful thing. And as I said, we integrate that energy. And I still communicate with my mom from time to time. But that communication has changed. Uh, her, her knowledge, her experiences, um, her energy has been integrated into mine. So it becomes part of me now. And, and that's the beauty of it. So I want you guys to all realize that. Um, there is no loss. There is just integration. Um, I want to mention too, after she had passed and we were going back to the house before, we, you know, we're trying to get the house ready for sale. Uh, my dad was still alive at this point. Um, and I'll probably at some point do a video on the experiences he took me through before his passing, uh, which you guys will probably really enjoy. But when we were over to the house, I remember I was over with my family and my uncle and my aunt, and we were walking through the house. And I remember mom telling me she had a safe deposit box key. And um, it came to my attention. We had no idea where it was, but all of a sudden my chest, my heart chakra started vibrating very intensely. Vibrate, 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 very fast, very intensely. Instantly I knew mom was there and she wanted to show me something. And I said, we have to go upstairs now. So everybody followed me upstairs into the bedroom. And as I was walking around the bedroom, it was almost like a metal detector. This buzzing, this vibration would get louder or stronger and stronger and stronger and stronger and stronger. So I started looking through some of these drawers. She had like stuff on her her dresser, Um, started pulling them, pulling them, vibrations there, opened one up and pulled out this red little sleeve. It took the safe deposit key out, box key out. Now, as soon as I did that, the vibration in my chest just dissipated and everybody was standing there like, what was that? So another amazing experience where mom came through a different way to lead me somewhere to show me. And I was available to allow that to happen because I instantly knew when I started vibrating, I grounded in, I anchored in and I knew right where to go in an instant upstairs to the bedroom. And I went up there and she guided me right to it. Such an incredible experience. Now, before she had passed, she had a lot of negativity, a lot of dense emotions. Those are the things I was working um, through her with. And after she had passed, um, I was over there with my boys and they're, they picked up on a, on a dense energy in the house and I picked up on it too. They named this energy Walter. And I was able to communicate with this and realize that my mom, um, had drawn in an aspect or manifested an aspect that was resonating to her dense, dense emotions, her negativity. And whenever I would go upstairs into the bedroom, Walter would hide in the corner. He wanted nothing to do with me. Um, And I allowed him to to kind of hang out there, but I worked with him as well and allowed him to to move on from the space. So um, these were energetic. This was a dense, energetic imprint. You could call it a spirit, a ghost, whatever you want to call it. Um, We picked up on it. We were able to perceive it. My kids felt it as well. And uh, I was able to work with Walter and, and cleanse the space and allow this energy to be released um, and have its frequency raised too. So another experience around that whole thing. So, um, that's all I've got guys. I know that was a lot. This video is very different from the normal videos that I do. Um, they wanted me to share this. I'm going to bring forward more stuff like this, more topics like this in the future. In fact, maybe there's going to be a little bit more direct channeling of the Federation, maybe for my Pleiadian guide, um, my Arcturian guide, my, my main spirit guide, whatever comes, I want to start to open up to some more of this for you guys to show you how we can bring these energies forward into our reality. Um, as just a, as just a, an example, one way, everybody does this differently. These were my experiences. I'm going to bring forward that of my dad's at some point when I'm ready for that. So look for that, not putting a specific time or date on it, um, but at some point that's coming as well. And that was Um, amazingly wild in and of itself. So I really appreciate you guys hanging out for this one. I know it was long. Um, If you know anybody that's going through the grieving process or have had experiences like that, feel free to share this video, have them reach out to me. Um, Whatever, you know, I could do to help. I would, I would love to do that. Um, I want people to understand how energy works and how we can learn to work with it. So if you have not already, please subscribe to my channel and give me a thumbs up if you if you like this video. It was very personal, um, but it was, like I said, it was time to share it and I was prompted too. So hope you guys enjoyed it. Uh, until next time, love and light.